Hey, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing out there? Another episode of the A-League Show, episode 98, which means, of course, two only, only two away from 100s. But uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, another show, another episode, another, another Sunday morning, another Sunday morning in the ATL. What's going on? Good, man. How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah. It's finally it's finally spring. Feels like kinda sorta. I mean, spring we training. Were, we got some uh uh some golf in. I got to cover yesterday. Some golf, uh soccer and uh what else did I cover yesterday? Mm. Uh track. I got some track yeah, Friday. Yeah. So Oh wow. You're just doing it all, aren't you, Jeremy? It, it actually feels like it's it actually feels like spring. Uh, <laughs> and and all the rain stopped. Well, for a minute because it's supposed to rain. I guess today, I guess. So. Yeah, later on today, I think it is supposed to rain, but I think we're supposed to be getting like another one of those like like polar vortex type of things. I don't know if it's going to be as bad as it was last time when we had one of those, but it's supposed to be another one of those supposed to be happening next week. <laughs> Snowpocalypse part two. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like when you said, uh, I'm happy for spring, yeah, every time you, it feels like spring or whatever these days, you got to be like, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Like, it's coming. Is it? Is it? Is it really spring? Yeah. Is it really? Because, you know, really? the next day it might be 30 again. So. 12, 12. Right. <laughs> 12 degrees. Because yeah. that's what happened Five last time. Snow. 12 degrees the day after it was 120 degrees. <laughs> Some places get it before other places get it. And what ends up happening is, like you said, it could be it could be a situation where it could be like 60 one day. And then all of a sudden, like 48 hours later, it'll be like 2025 for a high. Shout out to Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, Inconvenient truth. I'm looking very. I'm looking forward to celebrating uh, 100 in May. Uh, you know, when we get to record that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> After March Madness. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We'll but, probably but, be discussing the the playoffs by then. The draft will be over. The draft will be over. I'm chilling. I'm chilling, man. The Lakers about to miss the playoffs. It's, yeah, they're done. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. The Celtics are probably gonna lose in the first round. Probably. That's crazy. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right see that now, that four too. or five matchup in the East, unless uh, Boston and Indiana both move up. Mm-hmm. That's very I mean, not not, uh, not Indiana. Uh, Boston and Philly move up. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. And then Indiana falls into that four or five spot. Yeah. One of those teams are gone yeah. in the first round. Mm-hmm. In the first round. Believe it or not. <laughs> I mean, Tobias, Tobias Harris last night, man, it was tough to see him miss those shots down the stretch. And he finally made a big one. And then Mike Scott messed it up mm-hmm. and fouled when he didn't need to. Oh, and Mike Scott. That just yeah. got it. But they still got, had a chance. At the end, they were down by three with two seconds left. And Tobias Harris, you know, was doubled in a the corner. Uh-huh. They knew it was going to him. I mean, I don't know why you were run one of the greatest shooters of all time to the other side of the court. But, um, I mean, yeah, Philly, they, they got to get it going. And B, we've been saying this his whole career. When he gets healthy, when he gets healthy. Yeah. I mean, when it's, is he ever it's, gonna be healthy? It's, it's tough to build that chemistry. Good I feel question. like him and Ben have that chemistry, right? Because yeah. they, they played together for X amount of but games. Right, exactly. But Jimmy Butler – and Tobias Harris, they have no idea how to play with Joel Embiid. Nope. Bo- Boban, no. Boban's no. hurt too, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, because because mm. they're playing um um that the the new guy from the kid from Australia now, and he's pretty oh, good. Oh, um, uh, Kerr. Uh, his, his name is like Johan. Mm-hmm. Johan. Johan. Um, 
man, it's, it's I was something. just watching the game, and he was he was doing good last night. Wait, where does he, he play? What does he he play? just had a uh, he's like a center. He's a oh, big uh, oh, he's a big Bolden. Oh yeah, yeah, Bolden, yeah. Jonah Bolden, yeah, Jonah mm-hmm. Bolden. That's his name. Second round pick. Yeah, Jonah yeah. Bolden. Yeah, he could play. He, he can play. He really he, can he, play. He can shoot. He get but like watching him and seeing like. He set a career high earlier this week of 14 points. It makes you realize how difficult the NBA is. Oh, yeah. Like, the NBA is really – everybody can play. Oh, that is really so can. crazy to think about. But, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Um, At some point, everybody in the NBA had a 40- or 30-point game in high school. Just, yeah. I mean, let that, <laughs> that, let that sink in. Every, everybody has a day. Like they say, every dog has his day. I mean, it, it happens It happens to everybody. You know, I just – and it's interesting that you mentioned Philly, though. Is no, anybody? No, 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 no. Let's save this NBA talk. Right. Oh, because I was gonna say I was gonna save it for a little bit later, but I was gonna transition to something else. Is anybody in Philly even play that's all right? Is anybody in Philly at this point even paying attention to the Sixers? Because everybody in Philly is absolutely going crazy. Like Philly's on cloud nine now because they got Bryce Harper. Oh god. They are on they are such on cloud nine because they got Bryce Harper, signed him to what basically amounts to a lifetime contract. 13 years. No opt-outs. Three, no opt-outs. $330 million. I don't think the fans were that happy about it. I don't either. I, I mean, because I know everybody else mm, in the league was kind of just laughing at them for, like, locking themselves in to, mm, like. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're already talking about another They're already talking about another parade in Philly. They're already talking about another well, championship. Well, because all the other guys that they added this year. But yeah. Real Muto, McCutcheon. But, but, they, but they locked him in, like. For life, yeah. like pretty much one, one leg injury, you know what I'm saying? One arm, like I can never put that much stock into one athlete. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, the, the way that hockey does it with the 17 year deals and yeah, 500 million, whatever they do on hockey. Mm-hmm. That that's I, 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 I can't put my trust into a human being. Like people no. are, are people at the end of the day, people yep. get hurt, people yeah. change. I've seen Gilbert Arenas go from one of the greatest scorers of all time to. Averaging four points a game, and it only in a took couple like two years. years, yeah, in it, a it couple didn't take years that like that. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, you, y'all know how I feel about Bryce Harper. I, I've always said he he can either be really uh, a big deal, and he can really kind of be that galvanizing thing that takes a team to the playoffs and to a championship, or he can also be that guy that sucks the energy out of the organization. Mm-hmm. It depends on who he's going to be. I mean, he's not he's not the talent that they're paying him as. He's not. I mean, we've 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 known about Bryce Harper since he was fifteen, and this this contract has been on his mind apparently since that. Oh since, yeah, since before then. he was ticketed for a long time. Ever since he was a teen. I mean, and the fact that that's been their talk around him, other than his play, that kind of tells me all I need to know. And I, I I really like you know Philly's team, and I really think they got a nice young team, and I really think yeah. they may have ruined that by bringing Bryce Harper in because now it's almost that situation with the Lakers, mm-hmm. like you have a nice young core. Why 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 throw a superstar in there and and throw those expectations on those kids? Mm-hmm. Let, right, let, let them develop. Let them develop because you know that's how a lot of teams were able to. You know that's how a lot of teams, especially in baseball, and the way that they're developing teams nowadays through the farm system in baseball. Yeah. That's how they have been able to develop. Like Bryce Harper has been in the league for a pretty good bit of time now, yeah. and we know who he is and we know what he's done. The thing about Bryce Harper though is that even though the Phillies paid him this this just crazy amount of money, twenty five million dollars a year. They're paying $25 million a year to somebody who's a career 240, 250 hitter. Exactly. I mean, he is very, he is so hit or miss. He's the type of guy 
that may give you 35 or 40 home runs a year, but at the same time, he'll also strike out more than 100 times. He'll strike out a lot, but then he'll also have one blow-up moment a year where he'll have a dugout altercation with somebody. Right. That happens almost every year. Exactly. That's not a leader. That's not – okay. Because he once got him in a dust-up with Papelbon. That ended – that's – that. That was the beginning of the Nationals' opportunity. That that closed their window. Like uh-huh. that that one incident was like the beginning of the end. And then the then the brawl in the playoffs with Hunter Strickland, or yeah. the year after the playoffs. I mean that like those things those things add up in baseball. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna like I'm not gonna knock somebody for getting their money. But oh yeah, and I'm when you gonna, got Scott Boris as your agent, you can get all the money you I'm want. Gonna, I'm gonna point at a guy that's gonna be a free agent in, in two years, Mike Trout. If Mike Trout comes available and he says, I want $500 million, I'm paying Mike Trout that because yeah. Mike Trout is worth that. Mike, Mike Trout, Trout is plays, proving it. He plays every 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 facet of the game. He's one of the top two or three players at every part of the game. He's one of the best home run hitters. He's one of the best average hitters. True. He gets on base. He steals yeah. bases. He mm-hmm. plays great defense. He's a leader. You never hear anything about Mike Trout off the field. You never hear anything about Mike Trout – Having problems with teammates, right? That's that's a that's a three hundred and thirty million dollar man, and he plays in SoCal where there's lots of media. So if he's able to get away, if he's able to pretty much play low key in Anaheim in the shadow of L.A., yeah. then can, he can do that. Can you even tell me what Mike Trout's voice sounds like? <laughs> I've never heard him speak. I don't know. All I know is that he plays for the Angels and he's from South Jersey. He's a, he's a great player. And he deserve he deserves that contract that Bryce Harper got. By so. the way, speaking of which, did you see the 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 introductory press conference that he had that uh, Bryce oh, Harper had Jesus. talking about? Oh, basically, like basically, you know, kind of hinting that maybe just maybe we could bring Mike Trout in, pretty much playing to the Philly crowd and the Philly fans because. He know, you know, he knows that Mike Trout is from South Jersey. He know that there's lots of Philly fans out there. That's plain to the crowd. I don't know. After they after they pretty much backed up a Brinks truck at his Vegas mansion, I don't think that they're going to have enough money to be able to pay no. both Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. I think this deal pretty much cinches the fact that Mike Trout's going to be a New York Yankee. Uh, or a Met. I guess they play for the Mets. But... I could see it, too, because of the Jersey connection. Yeah. I mean, either way, Mike Trout. I mean, I don't see how those two would work together, to be honest. I don't. Mike Their Trout, personalities are so different. Yeah, they couldn't be more different. I mean, Mike Trout had no hype coming in, and mm. Bryce Harper had all the hype, and they were literally in the same draft. So, right. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 hate, I hate the Phillies with a passion. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of natural that, you know, I, I already dislike Bryce Harper as a baseball fan. Right. As a Braves fan. Exactly. And now he plays for my most hated team, so. Uh, personally, he doesn't even exist to me anymore. And I think it's also interesting when you think about the, you know, when you think about the deal, and think about the fact that he's going to Philly. Philly is a very tough town to play in. It's on that same plane, say, dare I say, with New York and Boston, because you saw how tough the Yankee fans were on Giancarlo Stanton when he had his struggles. Oh yeah. Let's just say Harper out of the gate. Pretty much, you know, hits around his average, 240, 250, maybe even 230, 220. And he's not the player that people are expecting that he's going to be. If you don't produce in Philly, they will they will try to run your mess out of town. Like, I mean, I, I definitely think that that's a part of it. But then also, if you have a big moment or two in Philly, you're, you're loved forever. People, Philly, Philly is one of those cities that loves their – when they when somebody does something AI. great in Philly, they love you. AI, they love you forever. So, yep. I mean, New York's not really necessarily like that. I think you know that 
they're they're so quick to forget people and they're so quick to New York loves you after you leave New right. York. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean you they'll run, they'll run you out of town and then be like, Oh man, we really miss you. Right. Okay. Ask Mello. Ask Mello what that feels like. Because in New York, they Knicks fans is like all they could do was just you know get on Mello. Now all of a sudden he's gone now, and now it's all, all of a sudden it's like they miss him because because he's from New York. Yeah, that's how that's how that works. But I saw something even on today where they pretty much was like where the official MLB account said like though the answer 2.0. And it was comparing him to Allen Iverson because he's wearing because he's going to wear the number three. He's wearing the number three because, you know, he didn't want to wear number 34 because of uh, Roy Halladay. Yeah. But but it's interesting because of the fact that he's wearing number three. They're they're calling him the answer 2.0. Oh, no. Like they like they're re- they're really trying to build this up, man. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. No. They are really trying. Sean, what do you think of that? Stay, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> Never lost. That that was dumb. I yeah, think that, that was dumb. He should have kept that one. To, yeah, they should have kept that to themselves. Right. And he had that. And he also had that moment that everybody is uh, that everybody is um, piling on where they said like, oh, we, he pretty much had a slip where he said, oh, we want to bring a title to D.C. Like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. Uh, probably. Probably not. Like, uh, scoreboard. Read your read your jersey. Unless, of course, you meant the Philly suburb of Balakinwood, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you meant BC, not DC. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um but yeah, I feel I feel like that it's a you know it's definitely a big deal, the the Harper deal. I feel like that it's um you know it definitely brings you of course you know more attention to baseball because you know when you have players like this that um that go from one city to another it always bring it always is gonna bring a buzz. But I don't even think like it's gonna guarantee Philly a championship. No, it doesn't. Even, do, it doesn't guarantee. I don't even think they make the playoffs this year. I mean, whoa! It it definitely gets them on TV more. But I yeah. mean, if I like, I like I said, I like the young players they have. I really like Aaron Nola. He's a, he's gonna be a really good pitcher. But uh-huh. I'm not really sold on him. Like, I'm not gonna be like, well, he's a top of the rotation guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they've spent so much money on Harper and trying to get Rio Muto. I don't know who else they could bring in to kind of supplement that rotation. Uh-huh. I don't know who's in their bullpen. Like who who's their closer? So right. I mean, honestly, if you look at it position per position, uh, the Braves are still a better team, and the mm-hmm. Nationals are still a better team. You suggested that the Braves should get both Kimbrel and Keuchel. Yeah, if the Braves go out and get Kimbrel and Keuchel, they'll win the World Series. That's what they. That's, it's, it's that simple. That's the only two holes they have. Right, because they're a young team, just like the Phillies are, and they're building too. Yeah, they're young, but then they also got supplemental, like older veteran guys that have been there and done that, and then even some of their young players are. They're built of that cloth. Like Dansby mm-hmm. Swanson's, uh, he's one of those winning type, uh, grizzled. Uh, yeah, like one of those guys that just when winning is happening, he's a part of that. Yeah, that's he's one of those type guys. I can say that about Camargo. I can say that about Brian McCann. He's yeah. back. Uh, right. Tyler Flowers is that type of guy. So mm-hmm. they got a lot of those guys. They don't have that pop out your screen and put me on TV's face. I mean, they don't need it. Re- they, they don't need it. And then you got Acuna, who could be a generational talent of his own, right? Exactly. And Ozzy. So, I mean, right. like I said, position for position, the Braves are still a better team. Washington went out and did a bunch after, instead of spending all that money on Harper, they went out mm-hmm. and got a, and filled a bunch of little holes that they had. Right. They're a better team this year. And another thing about it is that the Braves are building, and the Braves are starting to peak at just the right moment because they're looking at the National League, and the top two teams in the National League, the Dodgers and the Cubs, they're starting to come back down to earth. Yeah, the Dodgers. I don't think the Dodgers make the playoffs. 
Clayton Kershaw's arm is falling off. Yeah, Kershaw's arm. Kershaw's <laughs> not the same Kershaw. I mean, his that's arm, just what it is. His arm is literally He's falling apart. He's not the same person. He's so, not the same pitcher. I, 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 it's it's time. So right. that's why if I'm the Braves and I and I can spare a couple million in my budget, I'm going out to Keiko and I'm going out to Kimball. No I, don't Machado, care what, I don't care what they ask for. No Machado, no Harper, no Puig, and no Kemp. No, we like, don't need those guys. Right. We, we don't need them. And then we got Donaldson. Donaldson, if he if he's half, if he's if he's relatively healthy healthy this year, mm. he gives you thirty home runs, right? Eighty nine RBIs, going along with Freddie Freeman, who gives you thirty, eighty nine, mm. hundred, going along with Acuna, who will probably hit thirty, hundred. That's that's three guys that will give you more production than Bryce Harper will give the Phillies. Right, exactly, pretty much, absolutely. And so, then behind yeah. him, you get, behind Donaldson, you got Austin Riley, who will be that same type of player. So mm. I. I Braves fans were upset because the Braves never really made a push at Harper. I, I would calm down. They may not have needed to. They, they did not need to. They may not have needed to so. because we've seen in the past situations where, you know, where teams were actually smart. They didn't necessarily have to, you know, they didn't necessarily have to spend all that money. And look what it is because I feel like this, like I said, this day and age in baseball is not like the 90s and the 2000s where nope. you had to have that superstar. You nope. build through the farm system and you build up teams. That's how the Royals did it. That's how the Cubs did it. Yep. That's how the Astros did it. Even when the Mets were really good for a minute, they did it through their farm system. They got those three, DeGrom, Syndergaard, and uh, who was it? Uh, Matt Harvey. Those mm-hmm. guys were homegrown guys. Even right. though they traded, I think they traded for Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. But that, that guy, he played through their farm system. And a yep. lot of those guys came through the farm system. Pretty much. So. It is what it is. It Sean, is what it is. You said that you wanted to. You said that you wanted to go in a little bit on some of these album reviews, like you know, because you've been because t- you mentioned a little bit about that too. Yeah, but for, first question, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you brought up Acuna, and, and it just brought up a, a question to my mind, a question that we kind of dabbled in a few months ago. Yeah. Um, Trey Young, that the other night when, when he had forty nine, uh, that one of those last shots, he popped his jersey, and at the camera, he said, "This is my city. This is my city." Hmm. Whose city is it? Ooh. Ooh. As far as young players or as far as his athletes Period. in general? Julio? Yeah. I think it's still Julio's city. For Julio. now, it's still Julio's city. And, and I will only say Julio just because football. fo- football's more uh, popular a football than soccer. State. Yeah, even even I would have to like agree. Like If Julio was – if basketball was bigger, yeah. I think Trey Young would be a bigger star than Julio. Well, I mean, but you also have Josef too. If soccer was bigger, yeah, like on yeah. a universal level, a, yeah, yeah. I think I now, mean that, that's the that's an interesting conversation to have. It's oh, not, yeah. it's not even the same conversation we had a couple months ago yeah. when we were talking about Acuna. Who, who, who's who's more recognizable? Yeah, that's it's not yeah. even the same. It's more so popularity. Yeah, it's, it really it's is. really just what sport is the the demographics of the sport and where where the teams are. I mean, because right. you could take these same four franchises and yeah. put them in a different city and get a different answer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Depending on because, you know, you put the, like you said, you put these same four. Let's say you put these same four franchises in a market like, say, Miami or L.A. Mm-hmm. Soccer is big in both cities already. It's just now bubbling up. Martinez in would probably be the biggest star in Miami. Thank you. Exactly. I mean, he probably would be on Billboard. Overweight? Over. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because you got to think. No, I'm, like, saying, I'm saying if we had to like if the right. Hawks were in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 if like if Miami embraces Wade that much. How much would they embrace Trey Young, who's kind of going along that same path know, of Miami drafted by the city? They didn't really embrace Wade until he until won, won a championship. Yeah, they embraced so, Wade almost. If I remember correctly, they embraced Wade pretty much overnight. When they won that title, they did. 
Oh, when they won the title, they did. But no, Wade no. came onto the scene uh, and I he think, was, you know, and he was balling. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they really like got behind him. Like his freaky year, they went to the playoffs, right? And they lost in the first round because he was in the same but, but, draft but as LeBron a, and Melo. But he had a big shot. He had a big shot that that rookie year in the playoffs, and that was the first time I kind of really heard of Dwayne Wade was that his rookie year in the playoffs because yeah. you know I was like nine years old. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, we so, were all young back so, then. So yeah, like Wade. That, that was, like, the first time I heard of him, and Miami was getting behind them. Then they got Shaq. Was it the next year? It was the next year. Yeah, yeah. It they, was. And, yeah. and then they got Shaq the next year. They won it. They won it, I think, D-Wade's third year. It, yeah, which oh, was six when they beat year. Dallas. Shaq's second year in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't win the first year. Yeah. So, so then Shaq comes, and then they kind of got behind D-Wade a little more because Shaq really kind of boosted up D-Wade. Yeah. Right. And then that so. finals he had was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – it was a it was a progression. It was. Yeah. It, it, was. it wasn't like just, you know, quiet crickets into Dallas. But then again, there was no social media back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, another yeah. thing. And then also I was nine years old. So <laughs> <there's that. laughs> yeah. I just remember hating the heat back then because you know, I was a diehard. I was I was I, I watched every Hawks game back then. Dang, that's crazy. Right. So, oh, how yeah. the tables have turned. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still love the Hawks, <laughs> You know I love Oh, Hawks. how things change, but sometimes other things also stay the Speaking same. Speaking of how the tables have turned, the the way the Jonas Brothers announced their comeback, shout out to the Jonas Brothers real quick. Oh, man. <laughs> it was uh, the, uh, they, they did a uh, little video where they came out of this backstage room and then they turned the tables and then they're like, oh, how the tables have turned. And then they folded their arms and then like confetti came out. And then there was a sign that said, we're back. Right. And that thing got like 100,000 retweets and 100,000 uh, likes. I had no idea what it was. I was like, what is this? And then I went through the comments and I saw an old video of oh them doing gosh. that. And I was like, oh, I yeah. guess this is Jonas Brothers thing. Right. So first of all, before we get into the albums, Jonas Brothers single. I think it was pretty cool. It was it was good. They stayed in their pocket of what works for the Jonas Brothers and what people know as the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. They didn't try to do something new, try to do something sexy and grown because they're because they're all married now. Yeah. And they, they want to be edgy and show that they're different and grown. Because that's what they, Backstreet they, Boys tried. They, they did pop Jonas Brothers music. So, uh, you know, shout out to them for that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the two cool. albums that drop are on such a different level. Like, I can't. I can respect it for what it is in pop and mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those two albums that dropped on Friday, man, there's another level crazy. Like, we all knew, Ch- uh, I mean, if you really listen to rap, you knew that True Change could rap. Like, excuse me, I keep saying True, true Change. True Change. Change. <laughs> like, but but, but every, everybody knew that True Change could rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really listen to rap, you know he could rap. So uh, what, what was kind of like, just hearing LeBron kind of push him in that direction, which it sounds crazy. Yeah. LeBron push him in that direction to get him to rap lyrical the entire album and still have that turn up in it. Like NCAA to have the lyrical with the, like, I don't know. NCAA is a really good song. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite song on it, though. I know a lot of people are saying NCAA is the best song. No. I, I, I mm. like uh, I Said Me. I said, I said like, me. Like, yeah. like uh, Jeremy yeah. dropped yeah. it in. So when I heard it, because Jeremy already dropped the teaser. He dropped it first. And then I listened to the album the next morning because I was I was on Solange the whole night. Like, they know. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, was uh, big on that album. I was live Solange. posting the album. That that junk was crazy. To follow up an album like A Seat at the Table, which I feel like is a classic in, in our era in 2016 or whatever. Yeah. To follow that up with this and the rollout, everything about it was just Wow, you, you gotta hold on. 
I, oh yeah. To 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. To to create to create a black planet account, right? Dropping clips and little things of the album. To have, if you call Mike Jones' number and press one through twelve, each one, you can hear a different snippet of the album. Mm-hmm. To do that, and to to the rollout, the way she teased it in two, three, one day. Uh huh. They're getting creative Hello? with the way that they're they're Hello? getting creative. That was, that was a massive. And then and then to hear it right. So I heard I saw Jeremy's argument on Facebook. Before before I let him get into his bag, his argument was, well, I mean, everybody's just going crazy because she's just using real instruments. It, it just sounds like all the old stuff, all the old stuff before 95. I don't see anything amazing with that. The way that she laid it out, my, mind you, I, I got I got parents that raised me well. So, so I, I'm kind of I wouldn't say the most verse, the most well versed, but I'm pretty I, I know my stuff. I know my old school. I know I have my lessons. You know what I'm saying, Keem? I have mm. my lessons. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I mean, the way that she she combined I mean, cause she always does this, like that's Solange's style for forever. She's always done the throwback music, whether mm-hmm. it's been seventies, eighties, nineties, funk, soul. Uh that's always just been Motown. her thing. Uh, Motown, yeah, uh, disco. That's always been her thing. But the way that she combined that and the new stuff, to put Playboy Cardi in the way that she put Playboy Cardi in, to put Tyler the Creator the way she inserted uh, Tyler inserted Tyler the Creator in some of those tracks, to incorporate Gucci the way that she incorporated Gucci was something that was like she featured a rapper, but she didn't feature a rapper. It was the way she did it. I never heard that done before. Like the sounds I heard on that album are sounds that I've never heard in my life. And I'm well versed on the old school. So with that being said, I'm gonna let Jeremy give his counterpoint. Salute to Two Chains. That was a great hip hop album and all that. But Salons dropped something stuff, some stuff that I've never heard before, like ever in music. All right. I, I, before I make my counter argument, I'm, I'm, I really, I really just want to understand, uh, you know what why this album is such a i mean so so great i mean i really want i really just want to understand i'm i I don't really have anything really negative to say because i personally don't i don't really understand i just just help me understand what 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 about the the lyrics and the uh and the message behind the album what about the music you know why does that what 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 is all that for you? I don't I don't really understand. The, I, I, so just help me understand. So so you're saying like the overall theme of the of the album? I don't think this album has like an overall theme, an overwhelming message, like a over you know what I'm saying like yeah. what at seat at the table had. A seat at the table it was clear what it was. Right. It was a Black Lives Matter album. Yeah. Right. It was uh My Black is Beautiful. Embrace your black. I love being black. Black and, black black. And before and before you before you get into it, right. the rest of it, I. I personally did not like a seat at the table mm-hmm. until I actually went and listened to it. Yeah, I slowly went through it because that's how I came into this album. Before I listened mm-hmm. to it, I said, "When Solange's album comes out, I'm going to have to take my old school mentality of music and sit it on the side." Mm-hmm. I just wanted to. I sat and I listened to a seat at the table. I was like, "Okay, I definitely see, you know, where people were coming from." Personally, it's not my style of music, but I know that that music definitely speaks to a certain group of us and mm-hmm. that and it's great and it and it definitely deserves to be appreciated because it's something that I've never heard before cool this one this one I did the same thing I turned all the lights off 
<laughs> and I just <laughs> I just let it play. I just let it play all the way through. And I got my result. I mean, I I just want and I and I when I got done listening to it, I was a little confused about I just I really just didn't see it. And I just I ho- I'm hoping maybe you can kind of tell me something that maybe I just missed. Yeah. No, no. I, I think this one, because uh, my, my friends talked about that in the other group, like, um, you know, Khalil, Khalil Slater, shout out to him yeah, and Valdosa. Um, he, he said that, you know, uh, while, while this all he, he thought the album was hard. Right. But he was also like he liked a seat at the table better because that one had a point. Really? Like it had a theme. It had a message. It had a, you know, Black Lives Matter. That Like that was the theme for a seat at the table, like fist up, black power. This one was just a vibe. It was just it was just a vibe. Like, you know, she she, you know, it's just a bunch of good songs that kind of flow well together. I thought, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I liked it so much because the sounds, the way she put it together and the way that she incorporated the rappers, like cause the seat at the table didn't have features, you know? No. I mean, other than Lil Wayne. It had Lil Wayne on Mad and that Man. was it. Other than that, it was just uh her and a choir or some back backup singers. The way that she incorporated the features on this album was just, I don't know. It's just very creative. Like it's like I said, it's something that I've never heard before. And anytime I can say that about some some music in 2019, uh, that's I don't know. That's just super impressive to me. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I I understand that now. Mm-hmm. I definitely understand that. But I mean, personally, just my point of view, my my opinion, it, uh, that's that's not good enough for me. That's I'm not going to lower my standard of music down to say, well, I haven't heard, you know, this type of creativity yeah. in this era. Right, right. That, to me, that speaks more to y'all need to get y'all stuff together and get better because this is not. I'm, a, I'm I got a I couple mean, of songs that I just kind of want to let y'all hear. Parts yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Just because I'm like, okay, that vibe thing. I get that vibe thing yeah. is real, mm-hmm. and you know, when you listen to music, you're supposed to feel something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, that's true, and. I necessarily like when I listened to it. I just didn't like it. Was just it was just sounds to me. I mean, I, I it really didn't speak to me, and I really expected it to. I listened to it a couple times. I'm mm-hmm. just like maybe I just missed it. Maybe I just don't get it. But it's just it wasn't. It didn't have anything. But like music like this, like this is what I get. listen to. This man speaking to these people. It's been real hard to talk to. Don't play it too long. We're going to get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I can sit and listen to that all day. Cause that, to me, that's, 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 there's a message in the music, but then also. It's baby making music. It's baby making music. And then, <laughs> and then the, the sounds aren't, they don't sound the same as the other stuff. So that's why when people say, well, this sounds really creative and this sounds really different. I'm like, okay, that's true for today but i mean isn't that more of an indictment on the rest of music rather than saying that this person is deserves grammys this person is doing something so great that it just i mean that's to me that it it's almost lo- like you feel like it cheapens I, but, it I, but i think yeah I, I, when, I, I I think, li- when i listen to the album solange's album i came away more like i shouldn't have to be asking like what did i hear like what it, like i I, to what point has music just become this thing is just trying to confuse us and trying to make us feel like, well, we're so different and so deep that 
the music has to be good. No. But like, I, I think but I think that there's just like a different like I mean, I just think there's a different generation of kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I think there's a certain demographic that's just different. Right? Like mm. like they're they're just a bunch of kids that kind of grew up on the internet and so they're weird, right? They grew mm. up on the internet, they grew up inside mostly. So they're but even that or or maybe or maybe like there's a certain group of kids, like say people have always been weird or something like that, but it was really this generation that embraced weird and made popular weird and gave weird a pocket, mm-hmm. right? So then you have your whole, because I put them all under the same umbrella mm-hmm. of Tyler, the creator, uh, Vince Staples, and Vince Staples is great, but I'm putting him under that category. Yeah. Earl Sweatshirt, Solange, like they're all like the same friends group, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all like, kind of make that same weird music yeah. mag miller was in that boat jaden uh, smith jaden smith is definitely jaden smith was in but, that boat but that's what i'm saying i can listen to jaden smith's music mm-hmm. and say you know i i know this is weird mm-hmm. and it definitely sounds different than anything i've ever heard mm-hmm. but i i can relate to that because mm-hmm. i like his music i like his lyrics i like the way he flows like the composition of the music is still high quality to me yeah just like that's what I'm saying. Being weird should not be a detriment to the way the music is composed. Right, and, right. And Solange has gotten to that point where it's just like it feels like the music really wasn't like it's like some of the songs were a minute and twelve seconds long. Like I, I'll, 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 I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of weird that I wasn't rocking with. That people were like, "You just didn't get it. It went over your head." Earl sweatshirt. <laughs> Me and Eric, we talk about this all the time. Earl Sweatshirt goes away for five years, and he comes back. And um, he, he was on Solange's uh, podcast, ironically, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about Tierra Wack in, in the podcast. For an hour, they're just talking about different music, and they're playing it throughout the hour. It's on Apple Music. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they play Tierra Wack. They, they play a couple of her songs. Because Tierra Wack last year, she, she released Wack World, which was a visual album, 15 minutes, 15 songs. So each song was a minute. Yeah. And there were some good songs on there, and I was really mad when it cut off after a minute. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so um, they were both like, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do something like that. This man, Earl, comes out with an album, some rap songs, and most of the songs are, like, a minute and a half, and they're all backwards beats, and he's just kind of, like, slurring over the entire thing. And people are like, oh, Earl's album so good. Oh, man. Earl, he did it again. And I was just like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, like I didn't think that would sound good. Okay. I didn't like it. So that's probably how you feel with Solange. Yes. Solange, when I heard it, I was like, oh, this is so good. I get it. <laughs> I mean, but, I, I, okay, I, I got two, I got, this is a two-part question. Mm-hmm. I got, okay, where's the line to where it's just to a point where it's not even, it's not even music anymore. It's just, it's just a person just. Poopity scoop. Yeah, like oh yeah, that's that that would be the line. Um, <laughs> but like, if it if it doesn't connect with a lot of people who typically like, like I said, I didn't like Solange's album until I actually sat down and mm-hmm. just I removed all of my like pop, rap, hip hop. I removed those sounds from the room, yeah. and I removed that. Like I didn't listen to rap for a day or two, mm-hmm. and I just strictly focused on listening to her album, mm-hmm. and I liked it. So when 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 I can't even do that, and I still just don't. I mean, and I personally, it ain't, it ain't, a, it's not a, it's not a thing where I'm saying that I just didn't get what she was trying to say, because a lot of the songs she don't, she doesn't say anything. Like <laughs> she just says the same stuff over and over again, and it's, and that's, I know that's music today, but like, 
whatever. I mean, it's I, I really didn't get it. And musically, I, and like I said, I, I tweeted this, I think. I like some of the musical concepts that she has because mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff comes from music that I grew up listening to. Like, there's a couple of those songs. I think it's I'm a, I'm a Leah or something like that. I'm a, whatever it's called. I must go. I can't remember how. Uh, what's the uh, name? I can't remember the name. It's somewhere the A, but. Yeah. Oh, oh, Almeida. Uh, yeah. That's the best song. That's the, that, that's that, the hardest song they that that released that was, this weekend. That was the best song to me, but it was only because, like, I definitely heard, heard the influences from a lot of the older music. Mm-hmm. But, like, even that, it was like, okay, well, you know, I can't give her, like, I can't give her, like, a boom because. <laughs> because it just it just it just sounds like it just sounds <laughs> like uh you know stuff that the Isley brothers Isley brothers did and I mean I'm seeing I mean but 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 does that take away from it like no that doesn't I take mean, away you, from you know because it's like Bruno Mars right but yeah no what I'm, here, saying, what I'm don't saying don't believe me just like when you heard that you still like even though yeah. that sounded like every song we grew up but what I'm saying to. is those songs were great but then even the Bruno Mars songs you're mentioning had yeah. lyrics that go along with it mm-hmm. it wasn't just about making the sounds that the vibes that, yeah it, that mm. that that's not a great music that's not great music to me that's just okay that's, that's just a great instrumental yes that's something you can put on while you just hanging out and chilling that's because a lot of people can make you know a great instrumental and it sound and it sound great like everybody's sampling everybody else's songs right right and then, oh but, by the way i think that was uh pharrell that produced that which one uh the, amita oh really I, think that was him, yeah. I, I, I like pharrell i like pharrell. everything I, yeah i like pharrell <laughs> but like like I said, I just and, shout out to all the OG uh, A League listeners. This is the next question, but uh, yeah, well, uh, I listened to it with people who like that style of music, and even they were kind of like I've, I've I like okay, my fiance she like she loves Solange's first album, mm-hmm. and even she last album, yeah, last album the uh, T table. table, but she, even she when she heard the album, she just looked confused. She was just like, "What was that?" I mean, so it's not just me that's hearing this, and I'm, and I'm just wondering if it's a. I don't. I don't know. Can you help me understand that? I think it's just like weird. Is like being embraced more and more, because it's like there was a, a hipster. The hipster period kind of really changed things, right? I and mean, but wasn't Prince weird? Yeah, yeah. Prince. Michael was Jackson weird. was weird. Yeah, Michael Jackson was weird. Usher was weird at one point. Mm-hmm. Prince had weird music. Yeah. Prince had music where he was oh, oh for eight minutes. But there was but, but when you listen but when you listen to it, he's actually saying stuff. And the music sounded I don't know if he was saying stuff in all of those songs. Yeah. Some of them were just vibes for eight minutes. Yeah. I haven't heard a Prince song that sounded like what I I mean, I, I'm not the biggest Prince fan, but I do know I don't that, I don't like Prince either. But but but, but I I do know that that he made some weird music too. I mean, it probably sounded weird when it came out, you know, back in the day. Now it's like we we hail him as a musical genius. Yeah. I mean, they hail him as a musical genius. They hail genius. him as a musical genius. It's very I, I interesting. I'm pretty sure this was so. weird when this came out. Yeah. That was weird when that came. But 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 but, 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 see, but to see that the table wasn't weird, it was a little more just regular. It was normal. Yeah, that was with, with with old school sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like this album was a little more weird, but I liked it. I just mm-hmm. I just liked how it made me feel. Like like what, what you said with, with listening to it. When I listened to it, it was like the first song. Ooh, okay, all right. I see how you come in Solange. All right, Solange back. That that was like mm-hmm. a lot of my excitement at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then like. When when the other song started, it was just like the way they started, like you said, like Almeida, especially like when that like the first hit, 
Uh-huh. It, it just made me get up. And you know what I'm saying? Just like the feeling it gives you, like when 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 a song could do that to you on the first second, the first beat, the first, I don't know. It's just. Because most songs like don't it. do that. Most songs, you got to get to like the first chorus to get that feeling. Yeah. I mean, even good songs. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like the music that I got, that, like the music, the songs that I just showed you, and yeah. examples I just showed, those songs do that for me. Like yeah. those songs. So I mean, it's it's just it's the same. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably taste. taste. Yeah, it just so, depends on. Shout out to Taika. Do 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 do. So you want to bring do, in? Do, our, do, do, we, we got a special guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah let's bring it. Let's bring him in. All right, we, we got a special guest today. Uh, Jeremy. Has a, a friend in the building. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a few minutes left in A League this week. So we are going to bring him in. <laughs> You're taking us back to episode one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? How's it going? Introduce yourselves to the people and let them know who you are, where you're coming from, what high school you're repping, what side of town you're repping, man. Let the people know. They want to know. Yeah, yeah, just, just go ahead and put both of them on. Go on, scoot in, scoot in. Yeah. Yeah, man, introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Let the people know. My name is Isaiah Wallace. Uh, I'm from here, Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a senior in high school. I go to Hillgrove High School in Cobb County. Okay. Mom, we got mom. Yeah, mom in the building. building. Okay. Okay. Yeah, mom. I knew you was going to say it. All right, mom. Oh, man. I, I was waiting Ooh, on your response. The, the, the home of Evan Ingram, uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, Brandon Chubb, uh, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Excuse Chubb. me. Brandon Chubb is brother, ain't it? But, uh, yeah, shout out to Hillgrove, the former home of Colin Sexton before he transferred to Pebblebrook, actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Darn near everybody went to Hillgrove. I, I went to Marietta, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, shout, shout out to Mob, man. We, we in the building. We, Just, we out here. It, tell them a little bit about what, you know, what we've been doing the last two days, man. Well, we're doing this thing at my school. It's called Senior Project. It's basically you pick something that you want to do. It's a project you have to do to graduate. You pick something you want to do. You find a mentor who's in that specific field that you shadow them, kind of watch what they do, learn how to do it. And then you kind of get hands-on experience, kind of do it yourself, kind of like what I'm doing right now. So yesterday we went to a soccer game. We, uh, it was girls soccer, girls varsity soccer. And we watched, uh, Athens Academy. And I forgot what the other school was called, but, uh, George Walton Academy. Mm-hmm. We watched them play and we just took photos and wrote down some stats and then we just uh, we interviewed the coach and then talked about the things you need to do skills and how to get in a position to take photos and be in the right spot and just it's basically stuff that I've been doing the whole life like keeping up with like basketball and stuff so it's different things like that. And how how long did, did you know that you wanted to do this? I mean, it. It's been a minute because, like, like I was telling on Jeremy yesterday, I've always watched like things like this. Like, I just enjoy watching them. Just specifically talk about uh, basketball. I know mostly about basketball, kind of football, and then hearing y'all talk about all the other sports and stuff, it was very interesting. So, it's just something that I enjoy listening to and watching whenever I get a chance. All right, but before we get too much into an interview, let, let's uh, get to this NBA. How do you feel about uh, Trey Young? 49 points. By the time this comes out, they were already played their second game against uh, Chicago. But how'd you feel about Friday night? 49 points, 16 assists, what eight I th- rebounds. What I think is Trey Young is definitely the best rookie out right now. I mean, what's his name? Luca. Luca. <laughs> okay, look. Look, 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 look. Okay. You said, what's his name? We don't know your name. Oh, Who? 
Luca. 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 I mean, he's good, but like Trey, I see a lot of similarities between Trey and Steph. I see a whole lot of similarities in terms of shooting. And then when you look at people who has around them, John Collins. I mean, I know they're not the best. They're actually like the worst. So, but like, <laughs> but if you put him, say you put him in like a Spurs kind of system. Then he'll really. Get, I mean, he's already getting to show what he does right now. But if, I feel like if you put him in a better system with a better coach, who really need a. You talking about Trey? Mm-hmm. Mm. You, you throwing shots at Pierce? Let the. Let, I mean, let, he seems to be let, shot in the way he's shot. Let him tell you. Let him tell you. I mean, let him he, tell you. He's already really good. I just feel like it's the. It's. We're just not good. I mean, that's just, that's just the bottom line. <laughs> so I feel like if he got in a better system, then you'd really get to see. Way more than what he's already shown. Well, what I think we had a little bit of this conversation yesterday uh, about you know draft fits. Uh, if 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 you were to pair that straw John Collins and Trey Young combo combo with somebody say like a uh, Cam Reddish, what what would happen? I mean, I feel like I feel like Trey he he has to have the the ball a lot, not just because of his position, but. I feel like he's mostly a scorer. Like a lot of, it didn't used to be like that for point guards. Point guards used to just be passers, like kind of like what Rondo still does. He's not like a really a big time scorer. He's usually just a facilitator. So I feel like Trey can he could he could play with other big stars. Like he like he could just play around them. But like I feel like it would have to be mostly on him. So I don't feel like that he needs to be a bunch around a bunch of stars. That's why I said it's like San Antonio. He. I feel like he could fit well, even though they have DeMar, but, like, he doesn't have an overwhelming amount of stars to take away from what he already has and what he's already doing. Yeah. And, and um, you know, we've had this discussion on the podcast a lot uh, about if the Hawks were to get the number one pick, you know, would you take Zion? Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, I've seen enough of Zion to, you know, say, well, yeah, he's the number one pick, and that's – and that, that that really shouldn't even be a question. And, you know, I, at the beginning of the year, we were kind of on RJ. Personally, I've kind of soured on RJ, RJ myself. So, I mean, I really it's, – it's really almost he's a – He's been turning up since Zion went out. He has, but he takes a lot mm-hmm. of shots. He, and he has the ball the entire game. That's not going to be the case in the NBA. He's so, had to. He's had to. I mean, that's the only way they're even competing. So, I respect RJ, and I really think that he's going to be a really good player, and I really see him being an all-star caliber player. But mm-hmm. to as the Hawks GM um, – as a Hawks fan, I, I, I'm thinking about, you know, if I'm thinking about this team being a championship contender and whenever they get good, I mean, it's it's not necessarily about – it's not about us getting the guys that's going to be the most exciting. Because I feel like Trey and John will be exciting for years. They already are. They already Trey. are. They're really fun to watch. And I've and I've said that all year. But, I mean, if, if we're thinking about, okay, well, this team needs to win – I mean, who who's the best fit as far as well? We got five guys that are legit players, and they all they all fit cohesively together. Right. I don't I don't see where Zion would fit into that. I, I don't, really don't. I mean, he I, don't, could, I don't see how John Morant fits in. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. I mean, but <laughs> it would it would almost be a case where like that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think John Morant is the second best prospect, and I really feel like if if you if you draft him, like you're drafting a future superstar, but for the Hawks, like I mean, I don't know where he would fit. I mean, him and Trey do the exact same thing. He's almost as good same of a passer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it it would it would be a little redundant. And but if they were to pick John Morant, 
I wouldn't be upset because there's ways to make that work, but I don't see that becoming a championship team. Remember a few years ago when, you know, you're an NASCAR fan, so you know this. Remember a few years ago when they was talking about, you know, they was making a big deal about this car of tomorrow. Yeah. I feel like the Hawks with what they got are a team of tomorrow because yeah. they already got a they already got the makings of a big three yeah. with Collins, Trey Young, and Kevin Herter. But the thing is Ooh. that but the uh, thing is that it's one I don't of those know my Kevin Herner. <laughs> I, 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 I threw I him in there so. real quick. No, I no, did. No, 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 no. That I did. But I feel like what, <coughs> what's going on here is the fact that, you know, it's not about it's not about today. It's it's about building for three, four years down the road. Yeah. Because three, four years down the road, that's when they're gonna be good. People don't want to see so, the Hawks right so, now, to be honest. But they will in 20, three, four 20 years. Twenty games left in this season. You're done. You're done with Coach Pierce. You're done with the Hawks. I mean, personally, I'm not going to say I'm a huge – because I couldn't – I've been a LeBron fan my whole life, and so I couldn't bring myself to hop on the Los Angeles Lakers like bandwagon like that. Like, I couldn't go out and buy a jersey like that. So I've just been kind of supporting just the home team and just watching good teams overall. So I'm just, like, notice. I'm just looking at every team, just noticing how they're, how they're moving and, like, what players they're bringing on and stuff and the moves they're making. So I actually got – I kind of got the thunder as, like, that's who I really want to see win. I want to see Russell Westbrook win, especially Paul George, the way he's been well, playing. I, I got see bad him. news for you. <laughs> I mean, I know they're not going to win because – I mean, I know, I know they're not going to win because the Warriors are still a team. Playoff so, I mean, P. <laughs> I mean, six points. Six ha points, two rebounds, and one assist. Hashtag man. Sonics Championships. Curse. But in, uh, back to the LeBron thing, it, he's he's been – like, he's going to get, like, his points every night, but he just – like, they're the most quietest points you'll ever see because – he gets like 27 each night, but then you see the stuff like he does last night. They lose to like the worst teams, and then he he has these like careless turnovers. He missed so, two free throws in the last minute, yeah. and he does but, not help on defense. Oh yeah, never. That drives me and crazy. Then, and then people people are trying to say <laughs> I don't know if this is true. Like I re I think it's because I don't want it to be true, but they're trying to say that he's slowing down. But like I don't feel like he's slowing down. He just he knows that they're not. It's over for them. Yeah. And even if it wasn't over for them, like I said before, the Warriors are still a team. So. I think yeah. he is slowing down because, like, you see, you he know what I'm there. saying? He's just yeah. sa he's saving all his energy for offense. And it's still <laughs> and it's still not – I mean, I, that's what – what when LeBron, that, that, that year when um he almost single-handedly kept them in the series, when, uh, what, was it, what finals was that? Was that – The first one that the Warriors oh, won. 15. 15. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, that was the last time that LeBron was the LeBron that I – when I think of – when I look back at his career and I think of LeBron, that's the LeBron I'm going to think of because that LeBron literally went to one end of the court and shut down your best player. Yeah. And then he went to the other end of the court and and, gave, and got everyone involved, but then he got his bucket. The, the, first, think, the first one I think about, my bad, is uh, the, the, the year that, that they were taking the pictures and all that. Oh, 2009, 2010. Yeah, 2009, yeah. That, yeah. That's just the LeBron I think about. What, about. what about 2016 when they actually won? I feel like that was pretty good for him too. I, I don't think they win that championship without Kyrie though. Oh yeah, I mean, of course, I don't think they yeah. win it without him. But I feel like, because of course Kyrie hit the shot, but then LeBron's defense, he got he got the block, and then again, he was Kevin Love was out, so I mean, he was doing him and Kyrie. They were they were carrying the load, but I feel like LeBron carries it more. Well, he always has to. I feel like I think I I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but. I think that the Warriors just didn't have the guy to expose that LeBron had slowed down defensively. The block is one thing that people will look at, but you can block a shot without like most times people get blocks because they've been beaten. Yeah, and then this true. and this comes from me being a guy who plays a lot of pickup ball. I've been beaten and blocked somebody's shot from behind. And 
that that's 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 not great defense. I mean, I, I think if they had KD that year, that would have exposed oh, LeBron yeah. and slowed down because KD right now is LeBron's kryptonite. Draymond Green hit seven threes in that game. I feel like so. Know, I mean, that right there is that right there in and of itself is a little bit of showing it a little bit. He LeBron people try to say that he's not like a closer, but you got to remember. One year when he was on the Heat, like his last year, the year where Ray Allen hit that three, LeBron hit one right, right before that. So they wouldn't have even been that close in the game because they were down by like two threes. LeBron hit one. Yeah. And then he shot again, then he missed. That's when they got the rebound, and then Ray Allen hit one. But if LeBron didn't hit that first one, they would have still the probably lost the game. Over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's that's something that's underrated about him. I think he has like maybe 15 or something. I don't know the numbers, but I've, I've seen him hit. Like he hit one against the Pacers last year in the playoffs. Like, I mean – that 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 argument is ridiculous. Was that me. last year? That was last year. Yeah, I, I know he. So. I know he hit one against Indiana and in the uh, in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that the was Atlanta. that was yeah. But he had, he had like a three pointer. Where the, uh, you remember the video where the kid looks at the TV and says, "Game." Oh, oh, yeah, that was yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> right. that. Game. I, mean, I remember that. Dang. People mm. say Yo, so that much happens in the games. NBA, man. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. It, that argument is just. A way for people to try to make Michael Jordan seem like he's immortal. Yeah, but but he's he's missed some free throws this year, like in the clutch. yeah he's he's not the like same which player. is something that right. I kind of noticed, and it's only because you know I watch the Hawks, so it's like against the Hawks he did that in L. A. Yeah. that first game, yep, and they got bailed out by Tyson Chandler getting away with the, the goaltend. Yeah, at the, at the, <laughs> we gonna call it we gonna call it the tip in, but it was yeah. a goal team. Yeah, yeah. So 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 then <laughs> that that happened, and then also uh, what what else happened? Uh, the oh last night last night against Phoenix he misses two free throws two and, in, in the final minute Friday night mm-hmm. against the, right. against the Bucks that last three minutes was god awful I don't know yes. what that was I don't know what I don't know what that was you know that what, was terrible you know what that was that, that was, was terrible that was that was terrible 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 know what that was I'm a turn earning LeBron James if LeBron James earning <laughs> if LeBron James in the in the Chuck. in the law law and earning 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 Lonzo Ball is going to win you a championship, Ernie. 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 Kobe. Ingram. You ain't got a Kobe. Zubat. Zavucevic. They're just two ugly girls so, fighting. Said Chuck, they, they traded Zubak at the trade deadline to the to the Clippers. But Ernie, I don't care who playing with LeBron. 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 Ernie. 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 LeBron. A Dunkin' Donut. <laughs> Two cheeseburgers and fries, please. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's bad in LA, man. Oh, yeah. And I and I really hate that this this season is gonna cost Luke Walton his job because Luke Walton is a really good. Seems like LeBron's. Player. He really is. Whoever's LeBron's coach, I feel like it's hard to be LeBron's coach. I feel like Eric Spoelstra mm-hmm. did the best job. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and expectations become unrealistic. Like I don't know why this Lakers team was expected to get to the second third round. I feel like, like I said yesterday when we were talking, they're not use. Well, Luke is not utilizing Lonzo because Lonzo's a good player. They're not, they're not utilizing him like they could. Yeah. He can pass. He he's really smart. Like fundamentally, yeah. He yeah. just he there's makes really not, smart there's plays. There's not many holes in Lonzo's game other than his shot. Right. And that's as a second-year pro. The so. thing is about it is that everybody's, you know, I feel like that when it comes to LeBron, he's pretty much, as we talked about previous, you know, on previous shows, 
he's pretty much at the next stage of his of his life as a as a as a human being because he's done everything that he's had to do as a basketball player. But it's so interesting that every single time, and they've done and they've lost a lot. Every single time, it's like you know everybody just rushes to LeBron to see what quote everybody's gonna come to him with, and he's always saying like saying something like, "Oh, we need to step up our game. We need to be better and everything." Like you've pretty much checked out your career. Like, yeah. that's what I think. Like, you pretty much checked out because you've 20, done everything. 27.16 assists last night. You've done everything that you've had to do. <laughs> I don't, you're in <laughs> L.A. because you're trying to establish a foundation for the next 40 years of your life. Like, basketball is important, but it's not as important as it was when you was playing in Cleveland. Yeah. So, I, miss uh, me with the you-know-what. The last, <laughs> the, My last point on this is I've lost a lot of respect for LeBron. I just wish he would have called this what it was at the beginning of the, of the season. And I don't. And I wish that Lakers management would take this as for what it's supposed to be because they're going to probably fire Luke Walton at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish they they wouldn't because I really like Luke Walton as a coach and I really don't think what's happened. And I really don't want them to trade off these young players. Brandon Ingram could still be a really good player. Yeah. Lonzo Ball could still – like Kuz. Like it's completely been lost that these guys are second and third year pros. I don't know a great NBA – Kobe didn't even start his first year. Right. Let exactly. that sink. Let that sink. Kobe Bryant, one of the top five or six players to ever play in the NBA, Thank did you. not start his first two years. And the thing well, is, his first year. And the thing is, everybody was expecting, like you said, everybody was expecting, like, he, oh, he, 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 was, he was the youngest to ever start in the All Star game. Though. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that's true. But, a teenager. but I mean, he's still younger than a lot of these guys are. Like Lonzo's what twenty. Yeah. Uh, right. Ingram's twenty. Kuz is Kuz is a little older because he played in. Yeah. I think he's twenty. Kuz is like 22 or twenty three. So that's still young. And everybody was like, "Oh, we're expecting the Lakers to just you know waltz to the finals, you know, because you know LeBron was able to do it with Cleveland." Like the West, like the Eastern Conference doesn't have Golden State. The West, the Eastern is hard. Conference doesn't have Houston. The, the West Eastern, is hard. Like man. it is hard. It is <laughs> hella hard. Like I'm telling you. Yeah, LeBron would make it to the finals now. <laughs> with them four teams at the top, <laughs> LeBron would make it. No. Oh, I mean, them five teams, excuse me. Five Put teams. some respect about, on Indiana's in the name. You're talking about in the East? In the East. No, in I think East. this, make it out this, this year. silent, silent as, as it's been kept, yeah. this Milwaukee team is probably the best team in the East in the last – And they just had Pau Gasol, it's, it's veteran presence. Col- Coach Bud with a superstar. And they got pieces around him. I mean, this is literally the souped-up version of the Hawks' 60-win team. Plus mm. Giannis. Plus Giannis. Exactly. I mean, the, two questions. First, do y'all think – Y'all think Kevin Durant stays? And then second question, Kobe, Jordan, and LeBron all in their primes. Who do y'all who y'all think? Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. 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 And as far as and as far as KD is concerned, I initially I was thinking he was gonna I was thinking he was gonna stay, but I think now I'm starting to think he leaves. But I don't think he goes to New York. Boston. Brooklyn. I, I, th- I think Brooklyn. I think he leaves. Brooklyn. That's that was a. Good... All right, bye. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I think I think Durant leaves. We got to wrap up. Uh, I got. Uh, I think he's. I think he stays one more year, wins one more title, and then he leaves. All right. I don't know where he goes. I really don't care. Brooklyn. I'm telling you. They, they, <laughs> people say. I'm telling you. They sign one or two superstars. They're up that. They're in that upper echelon. Oh. And you know he wants to play in New York, but okay. he just don't want to play for the Knicks. Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. I'm Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. Shout out to D'Angelo Russell. He's been balling. Yeah, yeah balling. <laughs> cares for Bert too. <laughs> Let's get on up out of here. Another episode in the books. And thanks once again, of course, to our to our special guest, gracing us with your presence. Glad you glad you enjoyed it for sure. Thank you, thank you. Sign us out, man. Time. Tell us your name, uh, your social media, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Again, my name is Isaiah Wallace. Uh, 
Don't know if I'm gonna put the Instagram out there. Okay. Don't know about I that. Respect one. that. Respect that. Okay. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Uh, this is Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark Kent underscore. Uh, dang man, what's my Twitter? I just, Clark I just underscore I just want, Kent I just, underscore seventy five. Now follow me one. on Twitter. Let's get out of here. Go ahead, John. Uh You can follow me on Twitter at All Music Sounds Good. <laughs> oh King man. Balaam, A-K-I-E-M. Twitter Grand Beyond the W. Check it. Y'all must thought that I was gonna whisper the whole time.